Hi, I'm Shivam. Hi, I'm Izzy. And this is Phoenix Chat. Where one of us can read. Which one? You, you find, find out. Hi, and welcome back to a, another episode of Phoenix Chat, and today is a very, very special day, because today is the first time we get to talk about one of Juliet's biggest fuck-ups. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so, just right off the bat, like, I just want to say, this uh, session is, like, easily one of my favorite sessions I've ever just, like, done ever. It was honestly just, like, so fun to be a part of this one. Um, but yeah, no, not wait, let's not waste any sort of time here so we can <laughs> fully grasp every tiny little detail oh of Juliet's fuck-up later. Okay, this isn't even the worst one, though. Well, morally, yes, but, like, I, this isn't even the one where I uh, committed federal crime, okay? Like... Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Top three for sure, though. Top three for top sure. Top three? What's the other two? I mean, the other two, like, is the federal crime thing. And what's the other one? Toad bird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You have me here. <laughs> God. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, anyway, where we last left off, because we were going to just go into this, um, mm -hmm. we were heading back to Hope's Landing after defeating the Hydra base. And uh, Legion was heading toward uh, Hope's Landing as we were as well. And we were like, oh shit, uh, let's, let's fucking stop them because bad guy, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, so you guys then immediately started trying to chase Legion down uh, in a nice little like carriage uh, chase there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> That was, um, honestly real fun, where just, like, you guys had to figure out ways to, like, get yourselves, like, closer and closer to the cart, um, and also just, like, being, like, very reliant on, like, your ranged sort of moves, because it was very, like, just a non-traditional battle. Um. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Do you remember the exact specifics, though, of, um, Essen's plan during this? Because I remember, like... <laughs> The part where it all went downhill. But I don't remember the why. I... Okay, I... All I could remember was, uh... He wanted to see if he could, like... Lift the cart with, like, his, uh... uh whatever the ability is where he could, like, lift Air things. Air levitation? Yeah. yeah, levitation. Just just to see if he could, like, lift the cart to make um, Legion stop. And they, we had to get closer. And so he thought, oh, I could just be yeeted in front of the cart and it'll work I think and we were like okay sure that makes sense uh didn't work yeah, <laughs> yeah I think Love T has like a range of like um 30 feet and you guys are like 35 feet away or something like mm -hmm. that and so Essen's like you yeah, know uh, I'll leap out in front and then I'll immediately cast Levitate and that should slow down uh Legion enough while the rest of you guys like catch up um and so I said, okay, you can try this. Essen leaps out in front of the cart, 
manages to levitate uh, Legion for like a hot second, immediately crashes to the ground and loses concentration on the goddamn spell as you all leave Essen in the dust. And then I say, okay, so it's the end of turn, so the cart, your cart moves uh, five feet closer to Legion's cart, so now if you were stayed on the cart, Essen, you would have been just like within range to cast this normally without doing the fucking jumping off maneuver you were attempting. Yeah... I don't know. I'm not sure what we were trying to accomplish there either, to be completely honest. I was just kind of like, alright, sure, let's let's eat him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that happened, just <laughs> kind of confused about the decision-making process there. Um, the rest of you guys, though, um, I, I decided to give Essen a bit of a break by saying, like, okay, I guess that levitate was enough to slow Legion down a little bit so you guys are able to, like, get some pot shops off on like the wheels and stuff like that mm -hmm. and maybe like uh stop uh, her um yeah you, you you blew off i think morgan blew off one of the wheels and actually managed to get legion to spin out yeah um at, at which point um legion just still has that fucking like sadistic grin on her face as um she says like something about like the passengers inside of the cart i think well this was also the first time we found out legion's name yeah, because I fucked By up. By accident, yeah, because you, you're like, oh, Legion, and we're like, Legion? Uh -huh. Yeah, I, I accidentally referred to the shapeshifter as Legion, and so, like, as, as that was happening, I was like, holy shit, wait, I, I got ahead of myself in my notes there, because, like, the next part of my notes was that, like, uh, oh, and we haven't been formally introduced yet, you may call me Legion, and, <laughs> and so I just had to, like, quickly retcon, like, uh, Legion just said that, and that's why you know her name is now Legion. Yeah, we're like, Stupid. okay, fuck you, Lady Legion, who cares? Um, I remember us trying to, like, figure out how to how to lock the gates or something like that, because we didn't know yeah. exactly what was in the carriage. We were like, maybe it's a hostage, or maybe it's a monster. Um, and then fucking zombie monkeys pop popped out of the thing. <laughs> Yeah, I think like, yeah, you guys were all like debating and then I'm just like, okay, if you're just guys gonna sit there and debate, the fucking zombie monkeys are just gonna pop out. <laughs> yeah, um, pretty much everybody was whamming on the zombie monkeys, but I wanted to kick Essence, or Essence, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna kick Essence <laughs> ass during this whole thing. The betrayal. <laughs> I wanted to kick Legion's ass because I was, I was like, bro, fuck you, why do you gotta yeah. be like this? Um, and nothing fucking worked, so... And, she, like, the weird thing was, she didn't even try to attack me back, and I was getting even more frustrated at that point. I was like, you bastard, just fight me! Mm. It didn't work! <laughs> yeah, no. Legion's one of those classic, uh, big bad enemies that can just, like, heal off damage, so just doesn't view, like, the party as a threat. <laughs> Especially, because, like, uh, I think they fully healed, like, your entire attack, except for, like, one damage. <laughs> Which one is damage, really cool. One damage, okay. <laughs> yeah. Death by a thousand guts. Yeah, yeah, um, leave me alone, okay? I can, I, <laughs> one damage. <laughs> yeah. Um, I distinctly remember with this monkey fight, though, that, like, the, the Giralons have, like, five attacks, and so, like, they, they can't hit especially well with, uh, any of the attacks, but they just have a, a whole fucking lot of them. Um, I distinctly remember, though, Every time I, like, just attacked with the monkeys, it was just, like, 16, 17, 17, nat 20, 19. <laughs> yeah. And I just, like, yeah. It, was it Boondock or Morgan that was just getting, like, 
torn apart by these monkeys because of this. I thought it was Essen. Oh, it could have been like oh. ripped. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Essen was just having the extremely bad day after that fuck up and like already taking a bunch of damage, and then like all the monkeys hit all their attacks on Essen, and like one of them fucking like crit twice on Essen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it added really just insult to injury too, because like I had also one of the uh, monkeys attack Morgan, and one of the monkeys as just attempted to attack Morgan, it was just like wow, fucking like one, one, two, three, one, mm -hmm. <laughs> just fucking complete opposite halfling ends of luck. the spectrum there. <laughs> it was halfling luck. That's um, what it is. Honestly, truly. Um, but yeah, now you guys beat the shit out of the monkeys. Uh, Legion slow claps because you know that's that's what, all she does is slow clap <laughs> at you guys patronizingly, um, and then she throws down the ultimatum and the hook for this arc. Um, this was a taste of Mr. Salt's new army, and uh, Legion tells uh, Boondock to deliver a message to the town of Hope's Landing. Either the town of Hope's Landing delivers Boondock dead to Mr. Salt. Or Mr. Salt's going to use his zombie army to burn Hope's Landing to the ground. And they have until sundown to decide. <laughs> oh, yep. man. So, like... And then, yeah. poofs so into the dust. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but the Legion poofs away into dust and flames, just maniacally laughing as she does. Um, I think that was the first time I've really thrown down one of those, like, big moments at you guys, where, like, you guys really need to decide what you need to to want to do here or it's going to be like really big consequences what were your like thoughts as a player then after i like you know said that whole big thing uh my immediate thought was holy fuck we need to go to hope's landing right now or they're all gonna die that was my just straight up immediate thought process i'm like they're all gonna die we need to go right now um i didn't really give a shit about mr salt being the one behind it i just was more concerned about like the innocent people dying rather than like who was behind it at the time obviously once we like went to the town and made sure everybody was okay then i was like okay mr salt's an asshole i get it now mm. yeah um, you know and this is also the fun moment of just like the other shoe finally dropping and like boondock now has the information on mr salt that he needs to like bring him in mm -hmm. <laughs> this this is enough of a threat that like yeah, it, it, it's honestly just, like, makes it such an interesting character, because, like, obviously, like, Boondock's obviously nervous and kind of scared that, like, you know, the Mr. Salt, um, is gonna burn the Hope's Land to the ground, but also, like, he now has Mr. Salt. If he can figure out a way to defend the town, he has Mr. Salt. Yep. <laughs> and, like, that's one of the things that Boondock has wanted for a long, long time now, <laughs> which is just interesting. To, to have that, like, con very conflicted kind of character. Um, but yeah, no, so you guys do ride back to Hope's Landing. Thankfully, nothing's out of place because he managed to stop Legion from, like, riding in. Um, you guys then made the very smart decision of only telling Ma Boondock about the ultimatum that, like, um, the town's gonna be burned to the ground unless, uh, Boondock is brought to Mr. Salt dead. Um... Yeah, because, like, I was going to have, like, a mechanic there, like, if you guys told, like, the Town of Hope's Landing that, like, there's a way to get out of this and to, like, and it would be to bring, a uh, Boondock's dead body over, like, some people might have actually, like, uh, if things had gotten fr from bad to worse, some people might have tried to, like, fucking, tr uh, do that. Well, even if he, would, like, was the, sh is the sheriff of this town, like, that's rude. I mean, yes, but, like, 
uh, what I try to characterize a lot of the people with Hobus Landing is that, like, a lot of them are just desperate to survive, and, like, eventually when you get so desperate in that way, like, you start to do anything just to get by another day. That's where I wanted to, like, uh, some of the people to come across as. Obviously, it Got wouldn't it. Be, have been, like, a lot of people. It would have been, like, a choice few shitheads. Got um, it, got it. I mean, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. But we did it, because we kind of thought about it beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, smart decision. You guys just told the town of Hope's Landing, like, Mr. Salt is going to burn this place to the ground at sundown. Um, to which, you know, most of the townsfolk kind of started to panic a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, do, do you want to explain the reaction? They were all like, okay, then we should leave. And, uh, well, okay, so we gathered everybody pretty much in the saloon because we were like, okay, this is where we can make, like, a fortified, like, um, fort thing. So that way, in case the the army does come and attack, we have at least one place of, like, refuge that we can, like, you know, um, work with. And so everyone's like, yo, we should just leave. And Juliet's, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you want to leave? You want to just abandon this whole town that you've lived in your whole life and, like, you've built from the ground up? Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you cowards? Like, she was so mad! Yeah. And everyone's like, no, we'll be fucking alive. Duh. Um, you know, that was my, my favorite, like, uh, line from that session was that, um, Juliet saying, like, oh, do you guys, like, really want to, like, um, uh, go live the rest of your lives as cowards? And one guy immediately yells back, like, yeah, because then at least I'll have the rest of my life to live. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was a really fun one though. Where like you could really get a chance to show like um what, what your characters can do here, try and like rally townspeople up. Um, I I believe you then came up with a plan then like the the children the sick should retreat, um, mm -hmm. and then try and like gather as many like able bodies as you can to properly defend the town. Yeah. Um. um yeah. Once we did that. Uh... Juliet called Faith, who was on her way to uh, Hope's Landing with uh, supplies and, like, the kegs and stuff that was promised from Cass. And she calls Faith, and she's like, hey, so there's people that are gonna come follow the train tracks. I'm assuming that's what you're following. Um, pick them up and make sure they're safe, and abandon the kegs in the desert. She's like, are you serious? I'm like, yes, just do it! <laughs> <laughs> to make room for the children, damn it! Truly the most heroic sacrifice. <laughs> the most heroic sacrifice. Especially coming from her, like... Mm hmm Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I even felt, like, honestly bad about, like, that. But, like, honestly, that's a, that's a great fucking character moment. Shows, like, you know, Julia can be an asshole, but, like, she is a good person at heart. <laughs> She's still salty about it. I feel it in my bones. She's gonna be like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, and so then um, you also then send Titus, um, who's been like really just having this like uh, heel face turn, um, and uh, you, you basically tell him like uh, you're the only one who can like you know protect the the children and the sick uh, as the, you guys are retreating towards Faith. Um, I, I think you also decide to threaten Titus a bit too, like you know if you if you fuck this up. I swear to God, all of us are gonna find you and murder you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like Titus being like one-handed now is kind of like, oh, 
okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, um, yeah, you, you then like uh, Gable gather up as many uh, people as you can and uh, start doing like a bit of like a training montage there. Well, um, actually, at this point, you want to go ahead? <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Okay. What's your plan? Uh, <laughs> um. So my okay. This was my thought process going into this. So I'm like, okay, so this is an army of the undead. And I was like, wait, wasn't there a graveyard near the church that we went to go investigate uh, Reverend Saul? And I was like, yeah, let, I'm, you know what? Since I'm a phantom rogue kitsune, so I'm like kind of in touch with the spirit world kind of thing. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go and investigate and see if I can stop it before it even starts. Yeah. By myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love to see that. Love to see every single one of those decisions. Now, this makes total actually just like sense for you as a character, but here's what I as a DM had had planned out. I had planned out that you guys were going to start riding out, you guys were going to pass by the graveyard, you guys were going to see a horrible monster in the graveyard, and have to do a fight there. Now, Juliet decides to go to the graveyard alone, and I had a decision to make if I wanted her to just, like, show up to the graveyard, there's a horrible monster there, Juliet starts sprinting off in the opposite direction. Um, but no, I decided, like, um, to, <laughs> to move stuff backwards, and, like, it ended up working out, because you, you can go ahead and explain what your next plan was as you found a now empty graveyard. Okay. So I went into the graveyard, and it was weird because I asked, like, okay, do I sense, like, any souls or anything? And he, and it, obviously, it's a, it's a fucking graveyard, you would assume. Yeah, but there was no souls. Um, and then I rolled a perception check or something like that, and I saw that there was, like, three, like, freshly um, buried graves. And I was like, okay, big brain move. I am so smart. I found these sticks and I stuck them in where the, the freshly graves were and I tied a rope to it and I made basically like this alarm system because um, I crawled up the top of the um, side of the church and attached it to the bell that's on the church. So if these graves moved, the bell would go off and that would warn everybody, yeah. okay, it's happening. I'm like, I am so good at this game. I'm That was really smart. That was really, really smart. I felt bad that I couldn't do anything with that. <laughs> But then, but then, this is where um. my, my, like, I thought I was so fucking good at this game. So as I'm looking mm. around the graveyard, there's this giant mausoleum, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so smart. That's where the king zombie's gonna be. If I go in and take out whatever weapon is in there and defeat it now, we're golden. So my dumbass goes in there. There's a sign yeah. that clearly states the name of who's in the mausoleum. I completely yeah. I asked you, it. like, do you want to read the name? And it's like, it's a little bit dusty, but like, if you decide to like wipe off the dust, you can probably read the name. And like, nope. Julia's like, nah, of course not. It's fucking Why? kicks down the door. <laughs> I did not kick down the door. Okay, hold on. Don't make me sound <laughs> like an asshole to the, to the dead. Like, okay, you can go ahead and explain what you did. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> um, so I go in there and there's like a single coffin thing just chilling there and I'm looking around to see like hey maybe I can find something in here and then you're like there's something in the coffin I'm like god damn it I have to open it <laughs> <laughs> so I open it and there is a skeleton holding a legendary gun tar now my mm -hmm. fucking idiot brain 
didn't put together. Who else has a gun tar? Boondock. Oh, hey, he could use this. That's what I thought. Like, I, I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, oh, hey, he could use this. I don't want this. I have no idea how to use a gun. I managed to yoink it out of the skeleton's body or uh, coffin was, and put it on my yeah. back. And then I shut the coffin and I was like, wait a second, he'll still be able to get out. And I tie the coffin shut. And I leave. Having absolutely no idea what the consequences of what I just did. Yeah. And as you leave, I described that you kind of like, you feel, you felt like some kind of presence like behind you. Um, but as you turned around, you saw nothing. Yeah, and I was already freaked out because I was like, ugh, okay. So, my dumbass, I'm strutting in a hope's landing with this gun tar on my back. I'm like, hey guys, I did it. I managed to save the entire fucking town. I am amazing. <laughs> yep, and I described uh, to Boondock as um, they see Juliet currently strutting over their dead father's gun tar strapped to Juliet's back. The last time Boondock saw that guitar, he was maybe like 15 or 16 years old. As Boondock just fucking error 404s, Ma Boondock is wide-eyed reaching for her shotgun. Yeah. I grave robbed! That's yep. what I did. And you I'm done. stole from another PC's Dead father. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That is not what my intention was. I had all the good intentions. I didn't even think of anything of grave robbing at all in my mind. I was merely yes. like, oh my gosh, this is the king zombie. If I do this, the town will be saved. We won't have to fight anything and we all get to live. This is great. I'm so fucking smart. No, Absolutely. I'm fucking dumb, okay? I admit it. <laughs> and as, literally, it didn't even click into my brain until Boondock Arrow 404 and Ma Boondock was shook. And I was like, oh my god, wait, this isn't what it looks like. And I immediately handed over to uh, Ma Boondock. I'm like, please take it. I promise I don't want it. Just take it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Ma Boondock still kind of wide-eyed, but just kind of like seems to believe you because like you you were at least like decided to hand over and everything like that well Ooh, that's i was completely like, just like out of it <laughs> yeah I, I like seriously i really wasn't going to keep it either like yes of course of course i i because like for one i have no idea how to play guitar for two i have no idea how to shoot a gun so I, swords give me a sword i will keep that but like this i'm yeah. like i have no fucking idea how to use this you can have it yeah Considering I homebrewed, like, a weapon for Boondock and called it a Guntar, and, like, I described this as being a legendary Guntar, I think you always knew who this was meant for. I mean, yeah, that, well, that too. And I'm like, yeah. you know, she could, she really could have kept it, but I'm like, no, no, she yeah, wouldn't have. Bad idea. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, um, that was yeah. <laughs> an awkward situation. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I think then you didn't describe, like, um, uh, yeah, like, um, 
you had no idea where Mr. Salt was gonna, like, uh, get the bodies from, and, like, you realized, like, oh, the, the freshly dug graves and stuff like that, like, uh, mm-hmm. they've been, like, um, digging up bodies, um, and then, so, like, but then you said, like, wait, but that doesn't make any sense whatsoever, then, like, uh, if, uh, they were digging up bodies, then wouldn't have, like, someone have seen them? Like, what, what, someone should have stopped them, right? And Boondock finally pieces it together. Reverend Salt would be the person to stop them if people were grave robbing. Reverend Salt's not gonna stop Mr. Salt, because Reverend Salt was in on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you look you sounded so goddamn shook when you heard that information. <laughs> I, that was a really know, I tried really hard, okay? I thought I was so good at this game. I thought I'm like, you know what? I, call me a god, alright? I, I I'm so good at this game. I defeated the King Zombie before he even had a chance. And what happened? I was wrong. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. I didn't mean for that to be a big reveal, but you guys all just kind of like, oh. <laughs> As y'all realize, like, I have pieced everything together here. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, but at this point, like, Boondock's still just, like, way too fucking out of it. <laughs> um... Ma Boondock, like, uh, eventually just kind of resolves, like, okay, Boondock, you, you deserve to have, like, your, your father's gun tar, like, if, he, he would have wanted you to have this, and, like, um, if it wasn't for, like, uh, the whole thing just, like, being a blur with, like, uh, his funeral, like, uh, I would have given it to you myself, um, and so Boondock, uh, takes, um, the gun tar, and, like, Ma Boondock tries to, like, um, lift his spirits, but you maybe want to play, like, uh, the song that, like, your dad taught you or something, but, like, Boondock still just, like, heroic blue screen of death and just kind of says, like, uh, not not right now. Um, at this point, Ma Boondock decides to give Boondock some space, the best you are now back into the, uh, saloon, attempting to rally the, the townspeople in order to, like, fight. Um, yeah, you, you eventually kind of, like, convince a, a good portion of, like, some able-bodied people to fight and, like, get trained, but, like, um, it, it, it isn't going very well. Do you want to explain? So, okay, um, I wanted to avoid Boondock completely, because I felt so, so fucking bad, and even when I tried to apologize, they were, like, not even responding, not even looking at me, I'm like, I fucked up bad. I understand that. Okay, I'm gonna give them room. Um, and then it was Morgan and I and Hobbs, we decided to go outside of the saloon and do like a I'll make a man out of you montage Mulan training session with townsfolk. Um, I was trying to teach them how to use like pitchforks and swords and blades and shit and Morgan was teaching them how to use guns. Um, and as this was going on... As My in, favorite line for Morgan uh, teaching people how to use guns is he just like straight up said like here's the end that you point at them, <laughs> then pull the trigger. Then pull, Do yeah. not point that end at yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go uh, ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. You're good. Um. And as we were doing that, Essen went inside because that's where Boondock was because Boondock was just chilling, looking down at his uh, dead father's gun tar, and Essen gave this um amazing speech about like basically to convince him like you like you were the sheriff they're looking up to you like this is probably something your father would have wanted you to have like in the beginning and 
don't you think like your father wanted to see you like become this sheriff that everyone looks up to it was such a good speech like all of us were like wow holy shit <laughs> and uh that is what convinced boondock like you know what you're right and then gets up and starts strumming that uh uh, song that uh, his dad taught him as they're walking out and that is when the townsfolk kind of like cheered up and realized like yeah our sheriff is like confident in us and then started training like for real for real mm -hmm. yeah no I, I think like uh, I even described it as like boondock you, you just like walk outside and just like stare down each and every one of like the townsfolk outside training just like giving them a, a hell of like a, a bit of an intimidating look um as like every single one of these townsfolks immediately starts fucking putting their back into the training <laughs> yeah um yes yeah, so this is the point where we have like the the mulan i'll make a main out of you montage um yeah you guys also like equip the townsfolk with like supplies um bombs and excess equipment well, yeah, especially because we kind of stole it back from the Hydra base, too. We were like, hey, you guys can use these. Use them. Yeah. Um, at this point, like, Ma Boondock has a idea as she pulls uh, the rest of the adventures aside. Um, she mentions that when Mr. Salt is going to lead his army, um, most of the army is going to be attacking the town of Hope's Landing, which means that Mr. Salt is going to be weak and by himself, hopefully, with just, like, very few guards. Mm -hmm. um, so if um, you guys were to just head out and try to strike at Mr. Salt, then maybe you could just, like, uh, make this whole thing come to a head um, as the rest of Hope's Landing just, like, holds out for as long as it possibly can. Mm-hmm. And yeah. all of us were so worried, too. We were like, oh my god, I hope they don't die. Like, mm -hmm. ugh. <laughs> yeah, so how I played this out was uh, I had a system. So um, I believe I started you guys out as like a um, just a, a, a plus zero or something like that. And every time you guys did stuff to help out the town, I would give you like uh, bonuses. So like, um, uh when you guys like equip the townsfolk i guarantee like a uh, plus three and like when boondock like goes out and fucking stares everyone down it's so, you know, like plus three and stuff like that mm -hmm. um and as you guys like finishing up this prep phase you eventually got up to a plus like a uh, 14. Mm -hmm. now as soon as you would go through the dungeon then um uh, i was going to have like a if, if you guys were taking like too long and stuff like that so like if you guys took a short rest um i think i would like subtract like a uh, three or five from that number um if you guys took a long rest, I was just going to set that number down to, like, um, like a negative five, and then you guys would have to, like, regain, like, all the things that you, like, uh, just lost there. Um, because, you know, if you guys took a long rest, that would be eight hours that Hope's Landing needs to hold out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, and at the end of all of this, uh, as soon as you guys finish the dungeon and, you know, beat the boss in there i was then going to roll a d20 uh plus that number and then like uh based on how high that uh number was um i was going to like did have the town of hopes landing being like more or less of a state of decay and have people be like more or less injured and if you guys like somehow managed to roll real low on this like there was a good chance some like key npcs could die <laughs> yeah yeah oh man we, yeah we were all just i think Mainly, we were mostly worried about Bob Boondock and like Lucky and mm. like the like the people who like ran to safety to Faith. 
I think that's who we're primarily worried about. Well, I mean, yeah. Boondock, of course, was worried about the whole town, but, like, we, like, us as a party had no idea who these people are other than us trying mm -hmm. to train them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, and obviously, like, I, I would have described, like, some members of the town, like, being killed, like, uh, if it was just kind of, like, a middling rule. Um, but thankfully, you guys managed to really, like, uh, get me, uh, scrape out a nice, like, high roll out of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then also with that whole thing, um, <laughs> just recapping that whole scene with Juliet fucking up, um, we eventually, we, we again, the, the, the events happened in, like, um, the exact same order of how I wanted them to, because, like, I wanted there to eventually be this big fight, um, but it, it just kind of happens in, um, in, in different locations. So instead of that horrible fight in the graveyard with Juliet by herself, um, I just pushed her a little bit further down the line. <laughs> and honestly, like, it worked out really, really, honestly, better that way. Um, just because, like, Boondock gets the gun tar a little bit earlier, has, like, this whole, like, you know, scene where they, they get to explain the chance, like, why the guitar is so important and, like, you know, why it's causing them to blue screen. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And then I think one of the last things before you guys uh, went out is um, you had a little chat with my boondock, didn't you? <laughs> okay, I legitimately felt so goddamn bad about this. Like, me personally and Juliet, mm -hmm. like, we were one and the same at that moment because we're both fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and miffed my ass, okay. It says here on the, on the notes that we have, yeah. Juliet goes to talk with Ma Boondock, who is understandably miffed. No, she was so pissed, dude. There's no way she was just miffed, okay? If I, if my dead husband's gun tar was just brought to me by this random-ass stranger, I would kill him. I thought it would make you feel better, though, because, like, instead of I me was... describing... <laughs> Ma Boondock's three steps away from taking a shotgun out in your ass. Yeah. So I okay. So I went up to her and I was like, mm. "Look, I am so so sorry about what happened. I I hope you realize I meant like the best intention. I was never going to keep the gun tar. This belongs to you and this belongs to Boondock. I want. I didn't want anything to do with it. I just thought I was helping. And then mm. Ma Boondock was like, "Hey." I guess you're telling the truth. I'm like, I am telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I was like, look, I swear to you, when we find fucking Mr. Salt, I will bring you his eyeballs. And she's like, what? And I was like, <laughs> as as proof of my, uh, what, what, like, as my, like, peace offering mm. to you. <laughs> <laughs> peace offering. My olive branch, if you will, but in the form of eyeballs in a jar. <laughs> yeah. And thankfully, Ma Boondock is also fucking hardcore as fuck, and so she's like, yeah, no, I'm you do that, and I'll hang uh, the eyeballs up my fucking mantle. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know how, like, parents put up their kids' like really shitty drawings in the fridge, like, and they're super mm -hmm. proud of it? That, that's, that's Juliet, but with fucking weird body parts of people that she's defeated. Yeah. I, I just want you to know my personal headcanon is, like, the the eyeballs are currently, like, sitting in a jar, like, next to, like, um, 
boondocks, like, uh, drawings that they made as a kid. It, yeah. Both of those just have, like, the same importance. <laughs> Hell yeah! I've made my impact on Bob Boondock, that's what's important. Whether that Truly. is a good or a bad impact, you know, that's up to discretion. But anyway, um, mm -hmm. and she's like, alright, cool, G give him, just go. And I was like, alright, cool. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we headed out, um, to mm -hmm. kick Mr. Salt's ass. Yeah, so, cool little scene where all of you guys are, like, um, driving out, uh, towards the sun setting, or, uh, riding out, uh, to the sun setting. Um, you know, cl classic western movie trope right there yeah. that I managed to knock off the list. There's um, a tumbleweed <laughs> in the background, like, everything. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. Y you guys, um, ride out and, uh, ride past the graveyard. Um, however... And this is the part I felt really, really bad about. The army is not coming from the graveyard. It's coming from the mines, and it's going past the graveyard. So the bell isn't ringing. <laughs> yeah. I was pissed, man. I'm like, damn it. I thought I was doing such a good job. So as we were yeah. riding, I took a detour, and everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm warning them, because I, I, I told Mom Boondock, too, like, if you hear the bells ringing... Um, that's that's how you know that they're coming because I assumed that they were coming from the graveyard. So I yeeted my horse all the way over there, and mm -hmm. I snapped the the pulley system the to make the bells ring so that way they would be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I I felt really bad. Like honestly, I probably like should have put like the un some undead in there, but just like I had no plans or intentions because like I, I had a system for how the undead were being created, mm -hmm. and like it, it was definitely not from just this graveyard. So. I mean, it worked Ooh. still. I mean, yeah. it did its job. So that that's the important um, thing. Um, yeah, and I think the other information that you didn't quite figure out from like my freshly uh, dug graves hint is I think uh, if you decided to like dig down into that grave specifically, um. It would reveal that a lot of these graves were empty, and uh, they've been moved somewhere else. <laughs> so you wanted me to not only desecrate Boondock's dad's fucking mausoleum, but to but dig into people's desecrate. graves and fucking figure out all they're missing. No, man, no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that clue might have been on me. <laughs> Anyway, so, um, I remember this, too. As we're, as we're all, like, riding toward the mines and stuff, and it's a, it's a pretty big hike, like, even on horseback, I even, like, rode up to Boondock, like, hey, buddy, are you still mad? And they didn't even respond to me. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And I, like, let my reins go a little bit to, like, fall behind so Boondock doesn't have to look at my face. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. Actually, wait, wait. Oh, one thing in my defense, um, I thought the freshly dug grave hint would be like enough for you guys to realize like maybe these like the things have been moved around or something like that. But like, eh, I guess that's fair that uh, you guys like wouldn't have been able to figure that out unless you guys dug up the graves. My intention was that like you guys thought thought like um, freshly dug graves, then eventually maybe when you piece it together, like oh maybe the bodies aren't here. See. My thought was, oh, maybe some people just died. That's all I thought was happening. I was like, mm. oh, mm, cool. Well, yeah. I'm gonna stick these in the ground anyway. That That's fair. That's a reasonable assumption, because, like, 
Hope's Landing's a place where a lot of people die very it, often. Yeah, so. especially with, like, executions here and there. Like, mm-hmm. it's the fucking lawless West. Okay. That's that's yeah. why I thought somebody died, and they, they just kind of, like, buried him there. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. That's fair. That's a reasonable assumption. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you guys um, eventually get to the mines where Mr. Salt is holed up. Um, he, you kind of snoop around into, like, that main desk, though, and you can see that, like, the, the receptionist's office has just been, like, torn to shreds. There's, like, blood along the walls. It's just total fucking chaos in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but you cannot see, like, uh, anybody around, and I believe this is the point where Juliet starts to snoop about. Well, Juliet, being Juliet, decides yeah. to be fucking nosy. Like she is all the time. Anyway, uh, she pilfers through the secretary's desk and she finds the the calendar she stole before. And when she was flipping through the calendar, there was no events like penciled in or anything after today, after that date. And she also found a special edition romance novel. <laughs> because like the normal one wasn't enough, apparently. So she took it. Yeah. Where'd you find the normal uh, romance novel? I don't I don't believe we covered that one. Oh, I stole it from the secretary the first time oh, when she was right. distracted. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if anybody is the smut smuggler, it's that lady. Why does she have two? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Explain that, Sheetham. You got me. You've uncovered my deeper plan all along with my smut smuggling ring. Smut smuggling ring. Why? Oh my god. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> you gave it to me. Stupid game. Oh Hate all god. of it. Um. Yeah. So after you find out this key piece of information that this woman has smut on her, um. You go into Fox form to begin, like, scoping out uh, further inside of the mines. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at, at that point you um, found uh, Mr. Salt as he's walking past this, like, huge fleshy golem. Um, and I bl- I'm almost certain you, like, snuck by the golem to try and see where Mr. Salt was going. Yes. So what happened was we were looking down into this courtyard and we saw Mr. Salt walking past... There's this disgusting, huge, like, flesh golem. Now, Juliet is the only one who could see ghosts. This flesh golem was, like, trying to eat the ghosts. And, like, there was five of them. So I turned into a fox, and I easily snuck past the golem because, like, its perception was, like, super low or something like that. (laughs) And I get to the other side, and I see Mr. Salt, like, summoning an elevator. And so, big brain again. Well, what I assumed was big brain. (laughs) Haha, <laughs> who fucking knows anymore? Um, I was like, oh, if I, like, plant a flower or something on him that I can track, that way we'll be able to find him in the mines and not get lost and, like, just easily go in and get out. So that way we don't have to waste a lot of time um, away from the townsfolk of Hope's Landing, so that way we could, they could, you know, survive if we had to get in there and, like, you know, clutch. Um, so I got a flower, and as I'm trying to plant it, I just wanted to plant it, like, under his shoe or something, something where I could smell it. He turns around and fucking sees me, and I'm like, ah! Oh, I'm a small fox. Please leave me alone. And I drop the Screams flower and start, and like, yeah. 
um, I, I drop the flower in front of him and I start backing up because I at first I was like, maybe I can attack him now and he will never, it'll, it, um, that's it and I can be done. And then I rolled a high enough perception to realize, nah, this fucker will kill me instantly if I decide to change back into a human right now. Um, so he then, like, he doesn't pay me that much attention other than I'm like a weird little fox that just fucking approached him. Picks up the flower and crushes it in his hand. And I was like, okay, not exactly what I was going for, but it does the job. And I ran yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. So you, you run back into the courtyard to see that horrible, like, um, uh, flesh golem thing. And as you do, you can see that there's, like, a bunch of, like, a ghost the flesh uh, golem is chasing. Um, and you eventually realize that, like, one of the, um, ghosts that's like trying to like keep everyone, all the other ghosts safe is an extremely tall satyr um and I think at this point like you you eventually figured out like wait is this Boondock's dad that they were talking about um yeah I was yeah. like man you're gonna rub it in again like right fucking now <laughs> okay so <laughs> in fox form I managed to give the uh uh, Boondock's dad's ghost attention. I was like, hey, hey, well, I didn't actually say hey. It's more like yeah. scream bark as a fox. And <laughs> the ghost is kind of like, this fucking fox can see me and looks like it's like sane, okay? And I point with my little fox nose and I pointed mm. toward where Boondock was hiding with the rest of the party. I'm fucking stupid because the golem was following the ghost. And what does Boondock's dad go to? Boondock! And the ghost and the ghost goes there, and so does the fucking golem. So I fucking sprint to the party, change back into a human as fast as I can. I'm like, I don't have much time to explain. Boondock, your dad's a ghost, and he's here, and he's trying to help the other ghosts not get eaten. And everyone's like, what? And like, there's ghosts that are trying to run away and not get eaten. And everyone's like, what? I'm like, we just gotta fight this thing, and bam! It's like, slams, like, yeah. straight in. <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> yeah, so everyone fucking rolls initiative, um, yeah, um, the it, it's not just like a normal fight because you need to take down this like horrible creature, but also like at the same time you need to protect like the the five ghosts and you need to stop like the the flesh golem from being able to like eat those five ghosts. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So, um, you uh, I believe like the rest of you guys uh, besides Juliet decided to like try and uh, take down and distract the monster as Juliet. I think you pulled out a mayo jar. <laughs> I pulled out a mayonnaise jar. And I was like, okay, ghost, if you want to, like, survive, then then come with me. Um, and, and I can help you. And then I, I literally was trying to go around putting these ghosts into the mayonnaise jar. And it managed to work. Somehow. Yeah. It, you stuffed pretty much everyone in except for Boondock's dad. Um, as all four of these ghosts are just, like, squished up against the sides of the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know oh, what man. I was thinking for some reason. I was like, I just know I need to keep these ghosts safe. That's all I wanted to do. So, I trapped the ghosts in a mayonnaise jar, except for Bo. Um, mm -hmm. and was dinking my ghost kunai at the soul keeper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um... I think this was the one fight where, like, I, I kind of warned you, like, hey, 
if, if you really try to take this thing head on, it's gonna do just a shit ton of damage to you, and I mean, I'm like, that's your choice, but, like, Juliet's so, so squishy. I, okay, <laughs> well, that and the fact I was like, okay, everybody else can attack this big thingy, I can go help the ghosts, I feel like that'll be my, my goal here. Yeah, um, and, and that worked out, um, Boondock ended up being the one tanking this, and mm -hmm. unfortunately, though, like, Everyone kind of assumes, like, Boondock's a fighter or a barbarian, but, like, Boondock is a bard. Boondock is a bard. Yeah, with very squishy D8 hit dice and, like, not many tanking options. Yeah. Um, so, as the Soul Keeper's just smacking Boondock over and over again, Boondock's getting pretty low on health. Um, thankfully, though, the party is able to kind of dink at the Soul Keeper, too, and the Soul Keeper's also not looking too good. Um... But it swings around to the Soul Keeper's turn, and it's about to do just this big overhand strike on Boondock. Mm -hmm. um, and Boondock's player is like, well, fuck, I have, like, five health. It's been real, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as it's, like, swinging down with this big overhand strike, I describe as Boondock uh, hears a familiar southern voice uh, in their head. And the voice tells them to pull out the guntar that... Uh, was their father's um and boondock just kind of like uh with no other options decides okay i guess um as they pull out the guitar and begin to play and as they do they just begin to become like wreathed in flames um and as the um the the soul keeper touches the the flames with the his sword boondock then erupts out with this insanely powerful hellish rebuke that manages to just incinerate the monster and just like burn up half the uh room in the process the party's also just knocked back um and as the party all just kind of like stands up they realize that like hellish rebuke is supposed to have wear worn off at this point but it hasn't um, as Boondock is still, like, wreathed in these flames, there's this stoic flame demon in front of them. Um, and... <laughs> I was scared. Like, yeah. so, the whole room was on fire because of Boondock's, like, blast and started, like, like fucking smashing everything, because, like, they were still angry about the whole, like, yeah, my dad's fucking grave just got robbed, and I have to deal with all of this shit. Like, I wouldn't blame them. But they were still on fire, and I was like, Okay, buddy, hey, um, chill out. I, I get it. I did a wrong. I understand that now. But we don't need to go to certain certain measures here. Um, Please don't tell me. <laughs> pretty much. Um, <laughs> nothing, nothing happened out of it, though. We were good. I think Boondock just kind of, like, fizzled himself out yeah. like just i think boondock fizzled himself out and then just immediately like passed out from just like the the sheer um exhaustion but they did gain a new ability hellwalker form so hell yeah anytime they um get underneath uh, half their maximum health um they transform into hellwalker form which basically uh cast hellish rebuke at the lowest level to any target uh within five feet of them um mm. which is nice because they're technically the party's tank despite not really having anything that can tank. So, you know, it, it's, it's kind of worth to just get this free damage off. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, at that point when Boondock was kind of like fizzled out and just chilling there on the floor, I, I went up to Boondock's dad's ghost and I was like, hey, do you want to talk to your son as like, a, as like an apology for me, you know, raiding your tomb? And he, he was like, uh, 
I, I don't know how to do that. And I was like, it's okay, cool. It's, it's cool. Trust me. And I held out my hands and Boondock's dad took my hands and I basically let him possess my body. And at that <laughs> point you asked me like, hey, do you want to play as Boondock's dad? And I, I, I personally, like as me, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to take that anything away from, from Boondock or his character. So I was just like, I'm not, you can do it. I don't, I don't want to do it. Cause I was like, uh, I'll just take the backseat on this. Yeah. That's fine. I just thought it'd be fucking hilarious, though, to just, like... Have me do it? Hear the Juliet voice. No, I mean, like, yeah, but I'm, like, hearing your voice very specifically, like, hey, oh. Boondock, it's your but, dad. Like, in, but, like, Southern, like, in hey, Boondock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. Because, yeah. So, we had, honestly, just, like, this really touching moment as Juliet, like, straightens up, uh, kind of looks just, like, slightly the taller, kind of, like, um... Uh, has their hands just like uh, where a belt would be as they strut over to Boondock and say like uh, <laughs> nice work with the soul keeper there kid um, as they offer to tune the, the guitar for Boondock um, and Boondock at this point like uh, as they realize like oh shit this is my father that I'm talking to um, begins to just kind of break down a little bit and actually just begins to kind of like cry which is honestly interesting because like Boondock's always been insanely stoic, even, like, in the face mm -hmm. of danger, just see him just, like, break down in this very personal, emotional way, um, and so, like, um, the, Boon uh, Boondock's dad, uh, talks to them for a little bit, um, as they're tuning the guitar, they play, like, a little, like, a ditty as they hand the guitar back to Boondock, um, Boondock's dad then explains that, like, the, the gun tar should have always been Boondock's, and, like, if, um, uh, Pa Boondock had any sort of say in it, then, like, um, they would have given, uh, it, it to them, like, uh, when they got of age. Um, and then there's another emotional scene where Pa Boondock just apologizes to Boondock because the only thing that Pa was able to give him was a gun tar and a town full of problems. Um, and Boondock, again, just openly weeping, telling his dad he doesn't need to apologize, and, like, he'll take care of the town and uh, is Pa's dead. Um, this and... is the point where we all started crying because it was sad. <laughs> we were like, yeah. <laughs> It was great because it was so sad and just like uh, Pa Boondock gives Boondock a hug but like we also it... realized that like it was Juliet's body though so like Boondock the 6 foot 5 satyr had to lean down to this 5 foot 1 Kitsune woman. <laughs> <laughs> it was cute, okay? All of us were crying. Yeah, it was adorable, but just a really funny image of just, like, a fatherly hug from a five-foot-one woman. <laughs> I drew this image if you check out my Instagram. Shameless plug. Yeah. Anyway, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, after their, um, after their, like, uh, little scene there Pa Boondock like released my body and then I I spoke with him I'm like hey are, are we good are, like are we on good terms and he's like yeah 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 you're good and I was like okay cool and I let out the the ghost of the mayonnaise jar and everybody is looking at me like I'm fucking crazy because I'm talking to <laughs> empty space and fucking Essen tried to like bow toward the ghost I'm like dude you're bowing the wrong way oh shit oh shit <laughs> Um, so, I think all that was left in the mayonnaise jar was ectoplasm, I think, that's what they said. Yeah. yeah. 
and uh, I was like, so are you going to lead the ghosts to the great beyond or some shit? And uh, Papa Jack was like, yeah, yeah, I'll make sure they're all good. And that is where we left off that um, session. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah, no. Just absolutely one of my favorite sessions to DM. Just, like, from the sheer, just, like, chaos of, like, uh, the arch popping off to, um, Juliet making <laughs> some very interesting decisions to, um, uh, all those, like, party dynamics. You guys, like, trained and figured out ideas. And the, the big finale of this, like, huge emotional scene. Oh, my God. It was all just so, so good. So many just, like high points um mm-hmm. i think this it, it i think was this cool. was a really good session to like figure out how how can we all strategize as a group on what everybody can do like juliet went to go help the ghost everybody else went to help fight the big bad dude um mm-hmm. i don't know i think this was a really good session too and like it just kind of progressed from here like what all are we able to do as like characters and like work as a team yeah, no, this is definitely just, like, a, a place where we could all kind of see, like, um, uh, how you guys, like, yeah, split those, like, roles up and, like, um, what you guys' like, strengths are as characters. Because, like, mm-hmm. I think, like, pretty much all of you just, like, stepped up to the plate and showed, like, uh, what your characters could really do and put it in, like, big positions. Like Grave Rob! <laughs> like Grave Rob! <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. But at least it all worked out and it made such a good story. I We hey, laugh you know about what? it now. Yeah. I, I am willing to put it here. We are no longer allowed to make fun of you uh for this because you've done more things that we're now make fun of you for. <laughs> I was gonna say, this versus all the other shit that I've done so far, I think is on the low part of the scale, and that's saying something about fucking grave robbing somebody's <laughs> fucking dead father's tomb. Yeah, but, but I'm putting a pin in it now. The, this is the last time we're allowed to joke about the grave robbing. That's bullshit, and you know it. That's bull. <laughs> I'm gonna bring it up, even. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, my god Jesus Christ Well on that note uh, Wrap things up Yeah yeah. Alright so thank you all so so much For listening to another episode of Phoenix Chat um, Full disclosure there might have been a, a weird edit um, Somewhere near like The end of the episode because um, Craig is sus bot- <laughs> our recording bot named Craig kind of ate some of our audio and uh, refuses to give it back, so we kind of need to re-record a little bit. It's fine. Um, yeah, sorry for this episode coming out a little bit later, too. Um, we'll, tr- we'll try to keep Craig more in check now. <laughs> that Okay, yeah, we'll fucking try. <laughs> Craig is a nameless entity. We, we do not control Craig's whims. God. Um, cool. Yes. But uh, if you want to support us, uh, Patreon, uh, link in our description, is the best way to do so if you're on YouTube. Um, also check out our Instagram, which Izzy plugged earlier. Uh, hey. If you also check out the official Splice of Lost Raptor Studios Instagram, you can uh, find out some content related regarding the Phoenix Heart. Um, as well as a Draw Us In Your Style for Juliet, which is still happening this month. Um, there are prizes! Yeah, you can get commissions from Izzy and hey. like, 
Izzy Jaws. For real, real wow. good. <laughs> I um, do. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. Phoenix Chat. Yeah, okay. 